as galleries and museums continue to expand through online platforms as a way to showcase visual art. How is our personal experience with a work of art changing? That's really what it's all about, isn't it? Our experience of the art. Critic Barry Schwabsky recently explored that very issue for the nation. He says, despite being a traditionalist when it comes to viewing art, the coronavirus pandemic has made him realize the unique value of the digital experience. Culture Shift's Amanda LeClaire spoke with Schwabsky from his home in New York. Well, look, I mean, galleries uh, have been using the internet and even using uh, social media as a as a selling tool for, as you say, for years. But um, it's never been, I think, for most people who appreciate art, a primary way of getting access to art. At least when you're talking about things like painting, sculpture, uh, and so on, uh, you're talking about things that really have to be experienced in in the presence of the actual thing and the the physical, material, uh, and experiential reality of it. Uh, a painting that's seen as a uh, as a JPEG uh, online and still less on your phone is. Uh, something very far from what you'd experienced if you saw it on the wall in a gallery or a museum. But I think that for me, this uh, situation of the pandemic and uh, having to stay uh, so isolated has made me realize that, um, you know, actually, despite the fact that I hold to this idea that you have to experience the thing in the flesh, that actually I've also all along been gaining much more access to information and yes, and experiences of artworks through digital means than I ever had really admitted to myself. And so that was really the uh, launching point for the, uh, for the article. Something I noticed uh, in the article too, was that you talk about how you haven't been attending the gallery, you know, digital experience quite so much, but you have been using Instagram to, you know, connect directly with artists' accounts with so many galleries and museums banking on these digital experiences. When you talk to folks, like if you're not attending those, then, pro- then I think a lot of us are not attending those because a lot of us do want to have that, that, that in-person experience with the art. Is that what you've been hearing from people? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think I may be more resistant to it uh, than many for, for whatever personal eccentric idiosyncratic reasons. I've been put off in a way by how galleries and museums have sort of presented uh, the idea that they're doing doing me this great service by making these things available online at this moment, when in fact, and in any case, digital information about artworks has already long been available online anyway, when I feel that they're really essentially just trying to somehow desperately maintain their own continued relevance in a moment when that seemed to have become a little bit questionable. You know, I want to talk you to talk more about that, the experience that you've been having discovering artists on Instagram. Do you go out and seek a particular artist or do you go to say a museum or galleries or an account that is posting contemporary art and just dive into, you know, artists you may not have heard from before? For me, it's pretty laissez-faire. I don't necessarily do that much seeking out. Partly, partly, I notice things that other people have uh, posted, and I 
if it if it interests me on the face of it, then I follow up and, and try and find out more. Sometimes it's because that person has followed me. And so, uh, uh, you know, I politely followed them back and then little by little began to notice that they had interesting things there. Uh, sometimes I do seek them out uh, because I know them uh, from other contexts, like I point out in my article that I start to follow uh, the work of Peter Williams because I saw a painting of his on a book cover, um, uh, the new novel by the Detroit-based uh, novelist uh, Lynn Crawford, and I was so taken with that with that image that I I just became curious uh, to see more of his work. Yeah, that's an interesting aspect. I want to talk about that a little bit more. So, Peter Williams, longtime Detroit artist. Uh, he even taught at Wayne State University, where WDET is based out of. Can you take us through your virtual experience with his work? Because there's so much to unpack in his, his paintings. How have you experienced his work digitally versus how you think you would have experienced it in a gallery? In a funny way, I don't even want to speculate about how I would experience it in a gallery. I, I really regret that I haven't until now. And in a way, I think one of the things I've learned by writing the piece is that I came to understand that something that looks uh, somehow complete and satisfying as an image on the screen is probably not the thing that is going to be continually interesting when you see it in reality, but that somehow the things that are really, really interesting are the ones that somehow even online communicate to you that there's more here than what the online experience can show you. So they, they almost uh, reveal uh, the inadequacy of the medium to the experience. Do you have advice for artists who are posting their work and have been for a while on Instagram about the way that they could get someone like yours attention or entice people to you know, take a deeper look of when it's one image in a series of hundreds of images that people are scrolling through on their accounts? Well, I guess, I guess it helps to be persistent and this may not be easy advice to follow, but it, but it helps to be good at what you do. So um, I maybe with a kind of unrealistic optimism, I tend to think that if you do things that are interesting and put them out there, people will just come around and notice. Uh, there's no, you know, there's no special thing that you have to do well and, but also, you know, connect. It's not all a one-way street. You have to kind of find people that you think would be interested in what you're doing and connect with them and follow them and hope that some of them will follow you back and take it as a kind of more organic process. I hope not putting you on the spot, but since you have been doing this for quite a while, what are your predictions for how this pandemic has changed all of our lives and all of the way we all experience you know, the exterior world and art, of course. What are your predictions for how you think this will affect the way we, we interact with art going forward? Uh, I have to say that, unfortunately, I think that the thing that's impacted most how we interact with art and how the art world functions on the one hand and our everyday lives generally on the other is the seemingly ever in increasing inequality, economic and otherwise, in our 
society. And I think that, for instance, after the 2008 crash, uh, a lot of people thought that certain systems would fundamentally change, and instead they became even more viciously powerful. And again, we're going through a crisis here whose outcome we don't know, but I think that if the outcome is to increase inequality, then uh, we're all going to suffer for it, and I think artists are going to suffer for it too. If, it, if, on the other hand, we come out of this with the potential for more egalitarian ways of living together and working together, then I think art will be enriched as well. Thank you.